Hi, I'm Beatrice Pint and this is Your Journey at Sonai, the brand new podcast powered by the minds behind the young talent community. Every month, we'll meet a Sonair that will talk us about the ins and outs of what it's like to work here at Sonai and above all, talk us about the journey, theirs and yours. So stick around. So today we are here with Miguel Tolentino. Uh, Miguel Tolentino is the head of group people and culture at Sonai Capital. That's correct. Uh, so it's our amazing Sonai that it's <laughs> with us today. Uh, and so if you work at HR, so your day-to-day -day work is just to pay the... <laughs> the salaries of us all. No, fortunately not. Although paying salaries in a rigorous and uh, time-wise way is very important. It's one of those basics that if you don't get well, nothing else matters. But uh, fortunately, those green, uh, gray HR personnel departments that we had in the past are, are not with us anymore. So I think every, um, every day HR is being more considered as a not as a support role or support Definitely. function, but as a business one. And at, at Sonai, I think that positioning in HR has already several years. And I think that's one of the reasons why I steered my career towards HR. HR seen as part of the business, part of the, of the team, and um, having a sound voice in the strategy and in that business. What makes HR much more rewarding and challenging? And in every business, the heart are the people. So if you don't have a team that it's close to the people, what are we? That's that's correct. But I think every company says that, that people are at the core. But for some, it's like a cliche. Yeah. And I think at some point, we really believe and we really act on it. So it's exactly like that. So Miguel, uh, I already know that you like jazz music, yeah. but I don't know much. So who is really Miguel? So, um, I was born in 1973, so 49 years ago, here in Porto. Um, I am the son of uh, two engineers. Uh, my mother used to work at the port wine company, and my father worked for a reasonable portion of time at Sonai. So, you might say I was already a Sonai fan before joining, uh, joining Sonai. Um, I'm happily married with, with Anna. I have three kids, so we have three kids, Tiago, Maria, and Margarida. Uh, what can I say? I, I, I love sports. I play football. I run. I have some sailing classes. Uh, and I love music, and that's correct. Jen? Jazz, in particular. <laughs> so, and regarding uh, Miguel here in Sonai, uh, how do you feel you... Uh, you fit in our culture, uh, in our, in this environment that I really, I'm really happy to to be part of. Uh, how do you fit here? Well, working here at 26 years from now, I, I think I, I would have significant problems if I wouldn't feel really matching the the culture. I think I'm, I always felt very comfortable at at Sonai, comfortable because. Um, I, I'm really aligned with the way we work, we with know. our values, our culture here, but also very challenging. And I think Sonai... That makes easier, of course, if we are already, if we already live by the, the values that the company has, it's it's really easy to, to make it... It is, it is. And, and, and one of the things I seek and one of the things that I think is part also of my, my, not my values, but my way of working, 
is uh, looking for change and looking for progress and, and to move on and having different challenges. And that's also a part of Sunay. Um, and if you have that alignment with, with the way of working here, with the culture, with the values, that makes change much more easy. Um, and I think that is very rewarding and very helpful. Regarding your background, what did you study? Did you picture yourself uh, here in a company as Sonai or working in the HR area? Uh, talk us a little bit about what you studied for mm. and what you are doing actually today. Okay. So uh, my, my basic uh, degree, you know, academic degree is in economics at the Faculdade de Economia do, mm -hmm. do Porto. Um, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to be when I was a kid. I think all those... It's a very hard question. All those classic ones as really young kid, as a policeman or astronaut <laughs> or cowboy, probably I, I've been around that. Uh, but I was not very sure of what I wanted to, to do. And I chose economics because I wanted to work in, in business, in companies, not being a teacher or, or working on the public sector, nothing like that. And I wanted to have a, a broad set of opportunities and, and be where people, where things were really happening and trying to be part of, of that and making part of the decisions, all of that. And I, and I thought that by the time that economics could give me the, that, that option. Um, and then when I, when I was finishing my, my degree, I applied to, to Sonai as part of the, of the Contacto uh, program that was already existing by, by then. Um, and and when, when I had my first interviews, I, I was not mentioning HR and I was not thinking HR at all. And I was mentioning some totally different things as more financial roles and more related to economics, more, more related, related to, to the economics. background specifically. And it was the HR person that was interviewing me that challenged me to go to a different part of the company and to, to marketing and sales and in particular to, to communication. And that is also a very interesting part of HR, the, 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 the way you can lead, affect, impact the, the, the people's career. And, and then I joined, so I, I joined the, the, the marketing department of Sunai Distribuição uh, by then as a, as a trainee. Uh, by then, uh, food retail, specialized retail was all together at, at Sunai Distribuição. And I had my, 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 my training there. It was very interesting times. Uh, I had a, an amazing opportunity because uh, there were, we were starting a, a project, uh, two projects in reality with some external consultants, and I joined one of those teams. So I was working as an analyst. They, there was a set of external consultants and me. The okay. only difference was that they went back to the off, to their office on, on Fridays and I kept on my office at, at Sanai. And we were studying the opportunity of launching the first loyalty card at, at, at Food big, Retail. Big project. It was a big project and now a very interesting project. Cartão Continente. Exactly. So. And that was probably one, one of the bases of, of Cartão Continente. Uh, although the decision by then was not to launch at that time. So have everything prepared, but not launch at that time. And it was also a very important takeaway for me that uh, you have to create the distance to have a clear decision and not being too much emotionally involved. Too impulsive in the exactly. decision making. And, and, it, and it was a great, a great project. Then, um, or by then, the Sonai, uh, tele, the Sonai telecommunications part was, was building up in what uh, uh, drove us to, to launch Otimus. Right. And we were doing the internal recruitment for, for the teams and I was challenging to move into the telco 
sector. And, and I did that. And, and I was part of the advertising department. Uh, and it was amazing because you were starting in a company that had no one. It, it was based mainly by external consultants when we were applying for the bid to, to launch as a mobile operator. And then we had to build a company in from scratch from scratch in few months uh we had we had the the, the license i think it was november and by august we had the obligation to launch the first commercial product and, and to to start a company and to start a brand from scratch from non-existing to one of the top advertisers one of the top of mind brands in in portugal and really feeling that you were changing the way people were living, because by then, for you to have an idea, out of every 10, only two people in Portugal have mobile phones. Uh, and nowadays, more than 10 <laughs> have, have, have mobile phones. We have phone. like twice per... Yeah, and machines per have, have, have the SIM cards, all of that. And, and to really feel that you were changing the way people were living was an amazing, was an amazing project. Um, then I had different roles at um, at um, at uh, Otimus. It was the name of the company now, Nosh. Um, and there was a moment where I had to make a, a hard choice. Uh, I, I, I had lots of fun in doing advertising, uh, and I think I did it rather well. But I had to choose if I wanted to be specialized in advertising or to move on to a different role for a more generalist uh, career and I, I decided to move and I had different roles within within uh, within Autumn, uh, most of them in marketing and sales so as product manager leading product departments more analytical ones buying handsets with with, with all the providers all of that and uh, in one of those uh, movements I had the chance to try a chart and it was really a surprise because I was, I never thought of HR as... Focused on sales, marketing, and then totally. HR, I don't have sales to deliver. And, and it was a challenge that was uh, presented by the company. Um, they, they came in to me and said, we, will, we have an opportunity here that I think we need you uh, or that we need to, for you to move into this, in this role, if you agree. Uh, and I think it could be interesting for, for you. For you and for your for path, for H your journey. HR, and I said HR, no idea of HR. But uh, anyway, if you think I can be helpful and if you think I can I can help and it, it, it will be good for the company, count with me on that. And, and, and I had that opportunity and it was much more fun and much more rewarding than I was expecting. But then I came back to, to marketing and sales roles. So, uh, Miguel, just to, to sum of it, so... You started in Sona Industria. Distribuição. Distribuição, sorry. Sona Distribuição, then Optimus. Exactly. At the center of the technology, building everything from scratch. Yeah. Then a project in HR. In, in HR. HR, also at uh, Optimus, at, at Sonicom, with other companies uh, aside from, from Optimus. Yeah. From analyst to sales marketing, HR. So we already covered a lot of different areas in a business yeah and it, it took uh, we are talking about the time frame we is... are talking from 96 the end uh, the, the year i i joined sanai until 2010. okay by then i had also uh, a surprise a different challenge that to, was to move into a, a temporary position here at sanai to do 
PMO, so to manage a program or a, a set of, of projects, if you like. And it was also very interesting because uh, I was already asking or willing to move, uh, but I was not thinking of, of this area. And it was very interesting to have this challenge of doing something that was a bit different, but I had some project management before in these experiences. But I think it was very curious because it was this temporary position. So they gave me, you have a mission, it will take you more or less one year, one year to do it. And in the future, we don't know. Let's it was see. a chance to learn from another thing, to it was. try a different way of working. And to know different scenarios, because it it, it was a, a set of projects that were meant to be transform transforming, uh, transformational, and were uh, cross business. So we had to work with Sonai Capital and Sonai Industria and Sonai Sierra and a lot of Sonais that people. I that I didn't know. And it was very interesting. And we launched a set of things that are still uh, based of the, the way we do things at at Sonai. For example, the the, the, the key, what we call key HR processes as the improving our people, our performance appraisals, mm -hmm. performance reviews, we define that by then. The our way, we define that by then. The improving our work, so our, our lean methodology, mm -hmm. we define that. And, and it's still on nowadays. And it was very interesting to do that. So great projects that today, they are still being used. So, um, and after the, the PMO, uh, part of your life, uh, what have you? Uh, well, that that that, that temporary that temporary position was within HR. Okay. So when the project was already coming into an end, uh, I started to do some HR positions. I had one um, for a temporary for a short time in uh, analytics, and then I had the opportunity to uh, move into uh, HR director, if you like, for some nice specialized retail. The holding where we had mm -hmm. by then Vorten, Sportzone, mm -hmm. Mo, Zippy, afterwards Lausanne. It was very interesting because it was it was a big company, nine thousand people. It was multinational. We had people in, in Portugal, we had people in Spain, we had a small office in, in Turkey. And and we were building the department all not from scratch, but almost. Oh. So we had I had to join the team to create the process to learn the, the, the business and to create the the culture of managing the people as we would like to, to do. And it was also very, very interesting. What a journey. If we were talking about journey and this is a chance to understand more about the journey of our Sonayers and uh, our young talents, this is quite a zigzag, as we call it here, um, journey. But we asked you to bring uh, an object that reminds you this pet, this amazing pet uh, that you have. Uh, so, what what have you brought to us, Miguel? Uh, I brought uh, our way. So the, the the little books that we have defining our culture, our way of working in its first version. Now it's mm -hmm. uh, the Spanish one and the most recent one. And why did I choose this this to bring? Um, well, this represents the, the culture, no? and, and culture was always very important at, at Sanai. Um, by the time that uh, we, was, we were doing one of these Fidago projects, that was the name we had for this program, Paulo Azevedo, that was CEO by, by then, uh, decided that he wanted to um, materialize this way of working in a, in a document. So one of the projects was to set up a team and to develop 
this little book where we have our definition of values, how we manage people, how we live, how we run our, our, Bible. our, our business, our Bible. And then afterwards, in last year, I think, uh, Claudia Zville, CEO, decided that she wanted a, a refresh, an update on, on that. Um, and w one thing that I, I, I really, I really value this is because it expresses the importance of the, of the culture for, for us. I think, as I said, I've, I've moved into, to, to different positions, to different sectors, different companies, and we have different cultures in all of that. That's normal or different. You have different variations, but we have a common, a common ground for, for everyone. And I think that makes one of the strengths of, of Sanai and why it is so easy to move right. between these, these it's different like roles. Brotherhood. We we have we are different, but at the end our DNA has a lot a lot in common. A lot in common, exactly like that. And and, and I and I and I chose this also because I had the opportunity to be part of the team of the first version and also on the on the second version and I was really pleased and really proud to have that opportunity to to, to give my small and this version this. has uh, how many years? It's, uh, this one is from 2011 or 12, okay. I think. So, so quite a bit already. Quite a, quite bit. a bit. Now, Miguel, we have here uh, a bit of a, um, not a challenge for you, but I think it will be a, a very interesting moment for you mm -hmm. because we are talking about people and uh, especially in this last phase of your life that you were more uh, in the HR, so people, but we wanted to know what people thought things about you mm. so we we want we went and talked with two colleagues of yours uh, to know uh, what they think about you so another surprise okay. another surprise are you ready let's go okay so we are listening to mariana mm -hmm. uh, then you can guess uh, which mariana is but i think it will be easy for you uh, let's hear it what she has to say I've known Miguel since 2012, from being single to being married, to having no kids to having three, so for a very long time. When Ruben asked me to describe Miguel, I started laughing. So here it goes, three things in which he is terrible at and three things in which he is great at. Three things Miguel is awful at. One, handwriting. Never ask him to write down anything. His penmanship is the worst ever. I eventually got good at this superpower, so sometimes he would ask me to read things even he couldn't decipher. Two, keeping up with emails. Having hundreds of emails to read is something normal for Miguel. So I stopped sending emails and started writing on his walls with permanent markers. Three, he's great at everything else, so there is no point number three. Things Miguel is great at and lessons I will never forget. One, people. For Miguel, people are always first, even if that means putting things off for a few hours or days. Making people comfortable during a, a decision-making process is always more important. Every stakeholder has to be part of the solution. Two, simplify. A problem is not a problem. Slice it up, think it through with someone else. His door is always open for brainstorming. Three, responsibility and freedom. Miguel gives you plenty of it. Go for it if you have any doubt or if you fall flat on your face. He will always be there to help you get up. 
Uh, what do you think about what Mariana just uh, said? I feel embarrassed. <laughs> you <laughs> don't have a reason to. <laughs> no, but uh, I think she was she was very nice. But we, I think we we always had a very good relationship, very trustful one, and we worked together very very well. But I'm very glad that I I, I left a good uh, a good uh, mark on, on on her opinion. Definitely. Uh, and we have another uh, another one, another audio to show you. Uh, this time is a Guilherme. Uh, so let's let's hear it. I met Miguel in 2004. He was the HR hiring manager for my first job. And that was the start of our professional relationship, which has been going on since, since well, 2004. Uh, over those years, I've... I've worked with Miguel in, in, in several roles, in several companies. Um, I've also moved within uh, Sonai companies, so that makes it easier to follow Miguel around. And over those years, I've, uh, things have evolved into what I can probably say today, uh, into a friendship more than a professional relationship. And that, I think, says uh, a lot about Miguel. Uh, and, and one thing I would say, uh, just as a summary, is that I have yet to meet, and I doubt I'll ever meet someone who has worked with or met Miguel and does not have the highest opinion of him, both professionally and, and personally. And that is something uh, rare. Uh, so I think that says a lot about him. They are too kind. <laughs> But it's, uh, I, I think Guilherme is, is right. I think we are, I'm sure for now we are friends and, and that's a very good thing. There are a lot, a lot of friends that I have that were people that I met at, uh, at work. And uh, of course we don't have to be friends to, to, to work well together, but if it's we can, if, if we can, And it's, we spend more great. time uh, here at Sonai than we spend at home, so... Uh, why shouldn't we have this kind of relationships with our peers? And it was very, very interesting the the, the experience with with Guilherme, but because as he said, I was working in in HR at at Autumn by then, and I did the interview of of Guilherme, and and when I did the interview, I said I think Guilherme would be good in this kind of position, and and the opportunity we had was in a different role, but. In, in a few years, he moved into into that position and was really good at, at it. So again, one of the interesting part of uh, of HR trying to find the best fit for for everyone to make people develop. People develop and also the, the organization, the organization well, of course. to optimize our resources. And we are talking about here about the the organizations, but the organizations have now or. Uh, are facing a, a really big challenge because uh, the way we work uh, is changing. We have we had a pandemic that changed the way that we worked for years and years. Mm -hmm. So we went home. So we have now um, home office versus going to the office. Uh, we have a lot of technologies emerging. Uh, do we need people to do this kind of job or does a robot fit in that the automation part of the it, automation yeah. so uh, what do you what do you think what what is your opinion on this this subject how is the future how do you imagine the future of work well things are changing a lot and, and quite quickly 
Definitely. Uh, I think there, there are some mega trends that are, are really impactful uh, on the way the organizations will, will work. The, the technology part of it, uh, it is impressive the way technology is developing and, and changing the way we, we work. Um, I remember when we, when, when we went for the COVID, when we went home, people, there were some people at Sanai Capital that didn't use Teams. And, 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 and now everyone yeah, and people sp spend more time in Teams than in Outlook or in PowerPoint or Excel or, or whatever. Technology is, is driving us too fast, to, or not too fast, is driving us fast. In, in different ways of working and and, and 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 even on the relationships between between people maybe we should already be there but the pandemic forced us to yeah it was a great unblocking of, of, of all of it um the, the demography is also a mega trend that I think mm -hmm. will change how people work the, the the companies also the targets and the, the business the products and services they they, they, they provide um all, all, all the importance of analytics on the, also on the on How the decision the making data. on the on 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 the on the way we we, we operate, um, the climate change I think is also a mega trend that is really impactful, and also the inequality that that we have nowadays in the world I think mm. is will be every day more impactful on the way on the way we work, the, the way I I see this impacting on on organizations. That uh, what we feel. I think it's it's not a feeling. It's it's uh, it's a fact. Is that cycles are getting shorter and shorter. And things are moving really fast, and those companies that have uh, a recipe for success and mm -hmm. don't move will be over uh, very briefly. So companies will have the need to readapt really to, quickly to transform to to react very very quickly. And and this probably or for sure not probably for sure will demand different teams, different ways of working, different ways of looking at strategy and looking mm -hmm. of, of the operations, and 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 these skills um, in, within the culture as as a, as a whole. So I think this will be or this will bring an even more challenging role to leadership. Uh, this will bring an even more challenging role on the, the learning skills of, of everyone. This will bring a more challenging on the culture of cooperation, adaptation, uh, teamwork, agi agility, if you like, mm -hmm. as a whole. Uh, and you already touched uh, my second question. That was, uh, what skills do you consider are most important uh, in this new environment that we are facing for the organizations and what kind of skills do our uh, young young generation need to improve in order to succeed mm -hmm. in in this new era i think one one is sort of interesting thing is that things are not being substituted they are adding up they are they are piling up and so you needed all the skills that you have and now you what? have to add up the technology and the analytics and the digital and, and all of that. And, and I think one, one interesting point for, for people is that uh, that idea of learning a skill and performing that mm -hmm. skill for, for all your life is gone. It's gone. Not anymore. And, and this, this capacity of long life learning and constant transformation, I think, will be uh, every day more, more, more common. And I, I think this, this skill of 
reinventing, rethinking, redoing things, learning how to do new things and forgetting how to do the, the, the things we used to do in the past will be a very important skill and not only a skill, a very important attitude uh, that people will need every day more and more. Right. Definitely. This uh, capability to adapt very quickly and adjust and change uh, career, change area, marketing, sales, then HR, uh, exactly. it's what will define. Exactly. Our... And, and when you look at people, you have all of this combined with the, the, the demographic part of a very much longer uh, lifespan. So we will live longer lives. Mm -hmm. We will mm -hmm. work for longer periods. With things changing more quickly, we will have to do to learn to do different things and to reinvent ourselves more often. And I think it's very, very it's, interesting. It's very interesting for us and very helpful for us to have that uh, sense and and have that uh, that uh, conscience uh, very clear. Definitely. Uh, now we have a, a question here: Is that what advice would you give uh, to the young uh, young generation uh, to to join us here in Sanai today. Okay. So the first will be applied to Sanai. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. necessary. <laughs> uh, after that, um, I think the, 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 the new generations are uh, already a lot in this new mood. And, and the, the things I, I would advise, I think they already have it, is, is um, to, be, to be challenging, to be demanding, to, to, to be... Um, ambitious to be to be bold to question i think that is very important to question to 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 question why do we do those do we do these things like like this why can't we do it in a, in another way to try different different things i think that is very important and i would really advise people to to think of their career as a, a vehicle i don't know it might be a, a bicycle a car or a plane depends on on the speed you 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 want to take but to feel to think of themselves as in the driving seats holding the the steering wheel because sometimes with time i think people start to go on a more passive mood and to sit mm -hmm. on the on the passenger side and you command that, your journey that is never true and that never helps we command our journey and 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 we have to to we might not know exactly where where we, we want, want to go but we need a rough idea at least and when we need to be certain of each step that we that we that we take and then it's up to us i think Definitely. that's that's the thing and one thing that we we, we say for a long time at, at sana is that the owner of, of of your career is you and your 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 boss is there to help and to challenge hr is there to help and to challenge but it's really up to you and 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 i think that's the the, the more the more helpful advice I, i can give is to have that clear sense that it's really up to you And so you have to move on and feel in charge and leading the way. That's very interesting because actually people tend to to put the pressure on HR. HR should do this. HR should have this or have that or my leader or whatever. But really, we yeah. need to to make sure that we are on our path to reach uh, the next step. And then, uh, as you said, maybe uh, sometimes we don't know uh, where is our where is the end, yeah. but we know our next step at least. Exactly. And another thing I would say is that when, when deciding the next step, more important than the role, more important than the, 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 the paycheck and all of that, I think it's really uh, 
people liking the place where they work, feeling aligned with the way of work in the valleys, as I mentioned before, the culture, and liking the people with whom they work, their boss, their peers, maybe their reports. It's really very important to have people that you respect, mm -hmm. that you trust, that you you can learn with, and and working in an environment that are doing you know, that is doing the right things, and that gives you a chance to do your stuff, leave your mark, lead the, lead the way, and uh, have, have responsibility having and responsibility freedom. and freedom and hoping for impact. And I think that is very important, more important than the than the, 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 the formal part of it. Definitely. And nowadays, I think it happens a lot that people move from job to job. They really like what they're doing. They are learning a lot, but they move just for to to learn a bit more. And sometimes they go to a project that is not yeah. that interesting or doesn't fit as much as uh, the previous one. Yeah. So, Miguel, we are now reaching uh, the end, but we still have here some fast answers. So I will ask a lot of uh, questions and you need to give me a fast answer. So as simple as this. Mm -hmm. uh, Sonais? Uh, Bolt. Sonais best memory? People. Uh, a book to read on holidays? Um, Blink from Malcolm Gladwell. A song to listen during work? Um, an album. Beyond Missouri Sky from Pat Metini and Charlie Aiden. Just. <laughs> exactly. An idol or reference? Uh, Mandela. A motto? Uh, also from Mandela. Uh, may your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. A curiosity that nobody knows? Hmm. It's a secret, probably. I don't know. <laughs> it's still a secret. <laughs> uh, the greatest success? I don't know. Maybe the, the next project I will have. Great answer. The biggest failure? Mm, it's gone. Moved on. Learn from it and moved on. Uh, the most extraordinary learning or teaching? Uh, the importance of, of people and that really everyone can have an impact. So you passed our fast answers. Great <laughs> job. We are, we are now almost at the end. Uh, but now I, only, I have one last question and I promise, Miguel, this is really the last one. <laughs> So, what legacy would you like to leave here? At Sonai. At Sonai. Well, difficult In one. the world. You, you can answer in the <laughs> world. Um, I would not go that far. Um, I don't know. I've, I've been working at Sonai for 26 years now. I would like that in 26 years from now, to still see Sonai as um, challenging, as, as bold, as I said as demanding, as ambitious, as restless, as, uh, as we see it uh, nowadays. Um, and I would like to see Sanai doing this with that set of sound values, strong mm. culture that we feel every day working, working here. And if people could remember me as someone who really was part of then that the journey, that, 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 that really helps to, to make it as it is, as it will be in, uh, in 26 years from now, that will be very, very rewarding. And, 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 and to, to feel that people with whom I've worked with uh, feel that I really had gave my contribution to, to their development and to make them good, complete professionals and 
the persons that will be very rewarding also. Great. Thank you, Miguel. It was really a great pleasure My to have pleasure this, was mine, Beatrice. Uh, this chat with you. Uh, I, I, I learned a lot, so I'm guessing you did too. So thank you and see you next time. Bye. Bye.